This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Greetings, everyone, on a cold and windy day in New Orleans, and uh, happy Thursday to you from the Smoothie King Center. I'm Sean Kelly. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. We have a Pelicans game day today. We have another full day of work for the Saints as they get ready for Tampa Bay this weekend, so plenty to talk about, that's for sure. And uh, we'll talk both sides of it, one with a player and uh, one with a member of the media from up in the Northeast. Yes, indeed. Our player is... Sterling Moore from the New Orleans Saints. The cornerback uh, visited with me yesterday in the Saints locker room, and we talked about not only his season so far, uh, but more importantly, this weekend against Tampa Bay. Of course, he was just with the Buccaneers most recently, and so he has unique insight into this opponent for the Saints this weekend, an opponent that they'll see twice in these final four games. There were some names uh, worth noting yesterday on the New Orleans Saints injury list. And, of course, uh, that can be uh, checked out at NewOrleansSaints.com. John DeShazer and I yesterday in the New Orleans Saints Afternoon Wrap talked about the fact that Teron Armstead and Max Unger uh, were not available. Josh Hill the same way. And, uh, and one of the linebackers, too, Craig Robertson, also uh, was at practice yesterday but, but did not participate. And so uh, there could be some storylines that we need to follow throughout the week. And, um, and again, we'll visit with Sterling Moore today on the Saints side. For the Pelicans, chance to get back on track, chance to split this homestand tonight, uh, win tonight, and then go on the road for two. And tonight you've got two teams uh, streaking in the wrong direction, as a matter of fact. The Pelicans have lost three straight, uh, and it's actually a little worse when you look at the body of the last six or seven games total. Meanwhile, Philadelphia has lost eight straight. They've yet to win a road game this season, but they're here tonight for their lone visit, and they bring that young talent with them that you know I think is worth checking out. And and I say they've lost eight straight. From what I can gather, they've been playing better, though, of late. They're trending in the right direction, even though that has not uh, resulted in wins and losses. I have a feeling that Daniel Salerson uh, will bring that up with Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com today in helping us get to know Philadelphia a little bit. Uh, Joel Embiid, one of the, those young players, uh, is, I think, ready to go tonight. He's been playing. I, I, I don't want to say he's playing a game, taking off a game, playing a game, but it's pretty close to that as they've brought him back along. Well, he is scheduled to go tonight at the Smoothie King Center where I know there are tickets available for tonight's game. Uh, and we'll have a pregame block party, I think, weather permitting, at 5.30 outside of the Smoothie King Center. And, of course, that's you know usually music of some kind, either live music or um, a great DJ. And they've got the beer garden and the inflatable games, uh, all kinds of stuff to uh, entertain on your way into the Smoothie King Center. So, Brian Seltzer uh, visiting with Daniel Salerson on today's Black and Blue Report. But when we come back from our first time out, we'll uh, dig a little deeper into this weekend's action. And and more importantly, I guess, get to know uh, Sterling Moore from the New Orleans Saints. Stay with us. It's guys' night out. You and the crew head out to the club. Tonight is ladies' night, but there are no ladies in sight. Where are the ladies, bro? Then a bad batch of hot wings sends you sprinting to the bathroom. But it doesn't have to be this way. 
Win the night with the New Orleans Pelicans. See Anthony Davis and the Pels face off against Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and the Golden State Warriors Tuesday, December 13th. Visit pelicans.com for tickets and win the night. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Get ready for the Red Hot Chili Peppers live in concert. January 10th, Smoothie King Center. With special guest Trombone Shorty and Orleans Avenue and Jack Irons, The Chili Peppers. New album, The Getaway, available now. Tickets on sale now at all Ticketmaster outlets, Ticketmaster.com, and the venue box office. Red Hot Chili Peppers, live. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. It's been a while since we've talked to Sterling Moore. It's good to see you again, sir. I've been watching you play now for weeks and weeks and weeks, but haven't had a chance to talk to you. How's it been going? It's good, man. I've enjoyed my time here. You know, the guys have embraced me coming in, and, you know, I kind of feel like I'm gelling well with this, with not only the secondary, but the defense. You looked comfortable really fast. Is that is that safe to say? Definitely, man. I mean, you know, the, the way the coaches told me early, you know, you're going to play. I mean, we didn't bring you here for any reason. We didn't bring you here to watch. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I feel like, I can come in and help, and I think I have. Um, and they lead on me for a lot, you know, playing inside, playing outside. Anytime you're with a, a system that allows you to kind of be versatile, you know, it's appreciated. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always highs and lows in the season. I think we're far enough along for me to ask you what's what's been fun about the season, what's been challenging about the season so far. Uh for me, the fun part's been, you know, the guys that I have in the secondary room. I think this is the closest I've been with, you know, a, a group of guys in the secondary. Um, and for them to embrace me, you know, the way they have has uh, been awesome. You know, the coaching staff is awesome. Um, challenges are obviously the close losses that we have. We've, we've lost so many games by, you know, one possession or, you know, three points. I mean, it's it, it definitely takes a toll on, you know, when you go out there and, you know, you're putting your body on the line. You're getting so close, you know, multiple times and you're, you're coming away with losses. But... At the same time, you got to look at the bright spot that we're, we're that far away, you know. So hopefully we can, you know, get that together these past four weeks. When it's been a razor's edge, like you said it's been, how do you guys, and I've, I've talked to a bunch of guys in the locker room, everybody seems to have their own method, how do you make it chapter to chapter or a one-week season to a one-week season and not let that eat at you, wear it, you know, wear at you a little bit? Uh, you know, everybody has their own thing, but for me it's, you know, it's kind of one of those things. I move on to the next game. I mean, I may throughout through Sunday, through Sunday night. Okay, let's see what happens. Let's see what went wrong. Kind of think about it, digest. But once Monday comes, man, I you know I know we will come in and watch film on Monday of the of the game before. But I'm moving on to the next game. Um, you know, because there's nothing you can do about it at the end of the day. Um, you know, once my adrenaline kind of calms down Sunday nights, I kind of put it to bed and. You know, I, I move on to the next because I figure like it's the next opportunity to show that you the type of team we can be. Visiting with D-Bag Sterling Moore. I guess you know a thing or two about Tampa, huh? <laughs> Just a little bit. Yep. <laughs> What's, it, it, describe what that's like, you know, or what your experience was there and how it feels now being on the other side of it. Yeah, I mean, my experience there was, you know, obviously the first year in the, in the NFC South and playing these type of teams and playing New Orleans twice a year and teams like that. Um, and, you know, just kind of 
trying to get used to, you know, each kind of division has their kind of identity. And, you know, the identity of this one was, you know, you got obviously Carolina last year that was doing their thing. And, you know, a ton of teams are going to beat up on you and and then take their shots. And that's the type of team that Tampa is as well. Um, so it, it's one of those things. I They have familiarity with me at the same time. So I kind of get, kind of got to keep that in my mind because, you know, they, they kind of know my, my strengths, my weaknesses, uh, you know, the same way I know some of theirs. When you um, when you look at what they've been doing, are you surprised in any way, or what struck you about the role that they've put themselves on? I wouldn't necessarily say it surprised me with their you know their overall record. I expect them to have a, a pretty good year this year. You know they had a lot of talent. Um, you know necessarily the, the the winning streak and the things that they've been on in the past you know six weeks or so has been it, it kind of took me back and it's been took me by surprise, but. It was a young team. I think last year we were young, and we lost a lot of close games as well, just kind of things that, you know, once a young team can kind of figure out how to get over that hump and win games, win games late, I think they're they're one of the best fourth-quarter teams in the league if you look at their stats. So it's it's all about finishing. I think that's what we have to do here. All right. Whether it be with you guys or when I'm working with the guys across the parking lot in the NBA, look, you can't fool me. I know there's something to playing your old team or playing back in your hometown or whatever. Do you feel that certain way when you'll line up this weekend against Tampa? You know what, I might on Sunday. Right now, I really don't. Um, you know, it's a definitely a different coaching staff. So, I, you know, it's not necessarily that carryover where, okay, I got to stick it to this guy, I got to stick it to that guy, you know. but um, You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to have, you know, uh, a feeling that, you know, I, I want to show that, you know, you guys made a mistake by not bringing me back or whatever the case may be. Um, I think any, anybody has that when you play in, you know, your old team. But I, the big thing is not letting that get in the way of you doing your job and, and, you know, the overall outcome. All right, let's say you and I are doing a broadcast together on Sunday. You've removed yourself, unfortunately, from the field. But if you were to be a, an analyst for me on Sunday, uh, size up size up how we would start the broadcast between the Saints and the Buccaneers. <laughs> what storylines do you think are prominent in Sunday's football game? That it's a division game, and we're two games back with four games to go. Well, that's fair enough. That kind of says it all, doesn't it? Exactly. Um, I, you know, it's, these next four games are going to be crucial for us. It's, you know, three division opponents in the next four weeks, and, you know, we've, we've put ourselves behind the eight ball. But, you know, I think that's the time when, you know, guys are either going to stand up or kind of crumble a little bit. And I think we got some guys in this locker room who – who've been in big games, who've been in these type of games before, been on playoff atmosphere, and that's what these next four weeks are going to be at the end of the day. It's going to be playoff games, that type of intensity, um, and that's the mentality we have to have. Last question for you, Sterling. Uh, Are there particular quarterbacks or particular wide receivers that kind of get the hair on the back of your neck a little raised when when you see them line up across from you? And if so, um, will you see any of those here in these final four games that you were talking about? (laughs) yeah, there's some yeah. there's some guys you know okay. you, you know you line up and you know you, you know you got to be on your top of your game and you, I would say there's a few that we'll see this week. Um, I think you know between Julio and and Mike, they're two of the top three leading receivers in the league. So um, you know, but it's always a challenge because I think as a DB, you have to look at yourself no matter what. Is I'm the best guy on the field. I mean, I mean, that's just the way I look at myself anytime I step on the field. I mean, that's between my team and the and the opposing team. I want to be the best corner on the field, and I and I go out there to prove that. So, you know, it, it's definitely going to be a challenge with those type of receivers. Um, obviously, Larry Fitzgerald, Hall of Fame guy that we got coming up. Um, you know, and and really good quarterbacks, quarterbacks that are playing at a high level. You know, in these last four games. So, um, as a DB, it should be fun. I enjoyed our visit. Thank you. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. 
Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options, but Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Got a long day ahead? Power on with Smoothie King's new coffee high-protein smoothies. It's a nutritious breakfast blended to shift your morning into high gear with delightfully smooth cold-brewed coffee for your mind and at least 30 grams of protein for your body. Try all four energizing flavors, vanilla, almond mocha, raspberry mocha, and cinnamon latte, and power on your day. New coffee high-protein smoothies. Coffee for your mind and protein for your body. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. New Orleans, don't miss the most intense motocross racing on the planet. Coming to the Smoothie King Center, Amsoil Arena Cross. It's in-your-face adrenaline that you have to experience live. Tickets start at $15 to witness in-your-face action. Get your tickets at arenacross.com. Tracy's subject to market demand. Additional fees apply. Amsoil Arena Cross, fueled by Monster Energy. March 11th at the Smoothie King Center. Motocross, more intense. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. It is a Pelicans game day. Pelicans and Sixers tonight at the Smoothie King Center. Joining me now to kind of get a Philadelphia perspective on tonight's game is Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com. Joining me in studio. It's rare that we get a in-studio guest here. Usually they're on the phone here, but Brian's here for shoot around, so we get Brian today. Brian, welcome to the Big Easy. Dan, great to be here. Cool place to hang out. Yeah. So you had an off day here in New Orleans. That had to be pretty nice. It was, uh, you know, gastrointestinal. I'm not sure if anyone wants to hear about <laughs> this. Uh, you know, you definitely had to put in some work because uh, so much great things to do in a condensed period of time. But, yeah, it's uh, an awesome place. Well, it should be a good one tonight at the Smoothie King Center. Both teams are, are needing a win. Both teams are coming on a losing streak. I know the Sixers is a little bit more, Brian, with an eight-game losing streak. But I feel like they've sort of gotten better through those eight games. What have you seen through this team so far? Well, they've definitely been competitive. They've definitely fought. They've battled, and that's been a trait that has stuck with this team. And now the four years that Brett Brown has been the head coach, the last three games against the Celtics, Nuggets, and then Memphis on Tuesday, uh, all six points or less. Um, the main thing with the Sixers this year is trying to get to a point where there's continuity with the roster, and that may not happen for another month, six to eight weeks, because Joel Embiid, um, has not been cleared yet to play on the second night of back-to-backs, so he wasn't available on Tuesday mm-hmm. in a game against Memphis. The Sixers were up by two with two minutes to go. Um, Jaleel Okafor, his backup, is back in Philadelphia, last we heard, dealing with a stomach virus, so he's not on the road trip. Um, Jared Bayless, who was signed to be the starting point guard or combo guard off the ball, 
He's out with left wrist soreness. Robert Covington, who's their top swingman, mm-hmm. out with a left knee sprain. I feel like I'm rambling here, but the injury report is that long. We haven't even talked about guys like Nerlens Noel and Ben Simmons, who are also yep. dealing with injuries too. So that, that's been the biggest thing is um, trying to find some roster stability and continuity, but still they've, uh, they've managed to fight and compete. So I know the feeling as far as the injury report because our game against the Grizzlies <laughs> yeah. yesterday was 9-on-9 nine nine basically for uh, the entire game. So we know about injury reports. Uh, but let's talk about some of the guys that have been playing. Let's start with Embiid. Um, I feel like his minute restrictions kind of gradually increasing a little bit. How and he's been playing well. What have you seen from Joel through his, for his, I guess, his rookie season, I should say? So his first three and a half weeks, he was at about 24 minutes mm-hmm. per game. Now he's up to 28 with some wiggle room in the event that a game were to go to overtime. And it's just been so impressive to see how this is going to be said from a guy who's never played a lick of NBA yeah. basketball, clearly, but it just seems like it comes very naturally to him. And um, you can still see areas where he's raw and maybe everything's not as fluid and where his mind's moving faster than his body allows him. Um, but for him to be putting up, you know, 18.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, 2.5 blocks. Um, he's shooting over 50% from three. To be doing that in around 25-plus-ish minutes per game, I mean, that's that's really, yeah. if you project them out, if you're people that like like to look at per 36, I mean, think about that. It's, right. it's really, really good. So not only has he been a great presence on the court, um, he kind of has a leadership presence. Defensively, when he's not out there, that's where the Sixers miss him the most. When If you look at on-off-the-court numbers, when he's on the court, the Sixers would have a defensive rating under 100, which would be best right. in the NBA. You take him off, and that soars to 109. So uh, defensively is where they feel it the most when he's not out there. When will his minutes start increasing a little bit more? How many do you expect him to play tonight against New Orleans? So would expect 28-ish tonight. Um, we were initially told that the expectation was around Christmas mm-hmm. was when he would move up from 24 minutes but things have been going so well he got a CT scan on his right foot which has been injured the last two years about a week and a half ago and the reports came back good enough where team medical staff felt confident enough to, to boost him up so I'm not totally sure when we see the next one I would think maybe somewhere towards the end of January all-star break but that just is uh kind of baseless speculation. So I know um, a lot of guys are out for your team, as you mentioned, but who are some of the guys we should look out for tonight besides Joel Embiid? Who's kind of stepped up in those roles? Maybe roles they're not really used to yet, but have kind of contributed a lot for the Sixers team so far this season. So a team that you guys see pretty frequently, Oklahoma City, they picked up Jeremy Grant from Mm -hmm. the Sixers back on November 1st. In return, the Sixers got Ersan Ilyasova, who's been around for nine years, and he has been fantastic. The other night he had 23 points, 17 rebounds, and four three-pointers. He was the first player in Sixer history to ever have four three-pointers and that many rebounds in a game. And he just brings a veteran toughness, confidence. You know, he's a league leader in charge taken. So he, in addition to what he's doing tangibly, like some of the intangible factors, really good for a young roster to see. Um, someone else who the Sixers have uh, been waiting for for the last two years out of the 2014 draft, Dario Saric. He was uh, yep. the 12th overall pick. The Sixers traded Alfred Payton for him, and he was overseas in Turkey the last two years. 
um, was a big part of Croatia's strong finish in the Olympics this year. Kind of like a do-everything guy. He can play on the wing, step out, hit some three-pointers. Um, he's shooting around 40%, but he's uh, played really well the last three games after going through a little bit of a downturn. He's played a lot of basketball over the last calendar year, but he's shown some good things and a guy that, again, has had some pro experience. Um, so his adjustment to playing in the NBA, you can still see it, but he knows what it takes to play professional basketball. All right, so let's focus on tonight's game. Both teams, as we mentioned, needing a win. So how do the Sixers leave here with a win, and what are some of the things the Pelicans are going to have to do to keep the Sixers from doing that? I think the biggest thing for the Sixers Brett Brown, the head coach, he breaks the schedule into 10-game clumps. And the Sixers, this is going to be game 23, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, The focus for the Sixers offensively is eliminating turnovers, lead the league in that category, and they reared their head. Um, Again, on Tuesday at Memphis, they committed turnovers on their final two possessions after the score was tied. Um, so that's the biggest thing offensively. And then defensively, in transition. That's been a tough thing for the Sixers to really arrest and get a hold of. Um, and that, again, was a main factor on Tuesday. For the Pelicans, can I throw it back on you? I mean, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, Drew Holiday, if he plays, um, the Sixers have had a tough time in games uh, going up against really strong guards. They had a tough loss in Toronto a week and a half ago. Um, Kyrie Irving played well against them right after Thanksgiving. So in games against solid, proven guards, that's where the Sixers seem to run into some issues. All right, should be a good one, I think, for the Pelicans getting off to a fast start. Uh, the problem has been slow starts for them. They get off to a fast start and get that lead early. It's been good for the Pelicans. That's what they did during their four-game winning streak. But should be a good one tonight. The Smoothie King Center, that's Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com. Brian, enjoy another day in the Big Easy. I know it's a little cold and rainy, but we'll see you tonight at the arena. Being from the Northeast, we'll take yeah, the I'm sure you're used to it by now. <laughs> Thanks, man. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. This holiday season, give the gift of New Orleans Pelicans basketball to that special sports fan in your life. The Pelicans Holiday Plan, presented by Domino's, lets you pick four games to stick under the tree. Guarantee great seats to see Anthony Davis and your New Orleans Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA. Packages start as low as $40 and come with a free medium one-topping pizza from Domino's. Visit pelicans.com to check another name off that holiday shopping list today. Hi, Vincent Palumbo here. Terminex is the home of the $650 lifetime termite repair guarantee. Terminex provides termite protection and pest control. Call Terminex for all your pest problems. 834-7330. This is Anthony Davis, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. A couple of programming notes here for the rest of your Thursday uh, via NewOrleansSaints.com, Pelicans.com, and of course, the Pelicans Radio Network. First of all, John DeShazer will have an afternoon wrap today brought to you by Acme Oyster House on NewOrleansSaints.com, kind of uh, taking you through the Thursday uh, festivities this week in preparations for this weekend's game against Tampa. And then tonight on your radio and on Pelicans.com, plenty of coverage 
surrounding the uh, Pelicans and Philadelphia 76ers. Specifically on the radio, it is also an Alvin Gentry night. So at 5.30 Central Time on 99.5 WRNOFM, Daniel Salerson will host the hour-long Alvin Gentry show. I'll be visiting with the head coach today. Daniel will also have a couple of different features for you, your chance to participate in the show. And uh, Daniel tells me he has tickets to give away against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, so that's always a nice way to uh, sprinkle in some joy into the Alvin Gentry show when you can uh, be a winner and uh, come see a game yourself in person. That'll take us up to 630 Central, and that will start off Pelicans warm-up coverage across the Pelicans radio network. Daniel Salerson will be hosting from the atrium or the grand entrance of the Smoothie King Center, and uh, then surely John DeShazer and I ought to be ready, I think, at that point to call tonight's game, which tips off just after 7 right here down the hall at the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans. Thanks to our great guest today, Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com. Also, Sterling Moore, who was in a very enjoyable visit. I hope they came across in the conversation that you got to hear today. Tomorrow, boy, oh boy, we've got a special one for you. Uh, Cassie and Bree, by the way, will be hosting from Studio B on Airline Drive. Uh, not only will they be getting you ready for Saints and Bucks this weekend, not only will they... Uh, wrap up tonight hopefully a win over the uh, Sixers for the Pelicans but tomorrow we welcome back Jackson Smith who has been with us before on the Black and Blue Report I've just visited with him a short time ago and we're going to share that uh, conversation with you tomorrow Uh, it's the story of Jackson Smith and uh, his best friend Brian McKenna and their relationship with Drew Brees and an update on their incredible story uh, and, and what the latest chapter is that would blow your mind <laughs> on any level and certainly what may uh, may lie ahead for those two individuals, especially Brian McKenna, who still is battling uh, the uh, the uh, devastating injury suffered in a, in a mountain biking accident. But uh, it's an inspiring story. It's a, just a great feel-good story. Uh, it, is, it is something that these days... Uh, we need more of and probably should um, focus more in on, especially with some of the rough news of the week and of the past months and, and everything else. So hope you'll check that out tomorrow at your convenience. That's the best part about this Black and Blue Report podcast. Basically for us is no appointment radio. And so we'll look for you each weekday, usually afternoon central. Uh, it can be archived if you download it through uh, iTunes. Certainly there are uh, past episodes, including each day's current episode on uh, NewOrleansSaints.com, Pelicans.com, and maybe even easier through the two-team mobile apps. So with that, we'll bid you adieu on this Thursday. Hope the rest of it is a good one for you. Go Pelicans tonight, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.